0: Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Good morning, Boker Tove. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to Coffee with Vern, overall edition. Uh, Yep. And we're here to teach you that it is Jesus overall.
1: Oh, boy. There it is. You're not even a dad yet.
0: Oh, and that one sucked. That was awful. But well, it was kind of funny. To be. <laughs> oh. the, the worse they
1: are, the better the dad Dude,
0: is. I'm feeling it right now. Are you? Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? I'm feeling it. Oh, um, just for your SpongeBob
1: reference, everybody, pray for me right now. I, I have, have overalls on, Ugh.
0: and I've been up since five o'clock, and I may or may not have already had two big old cups of coffee. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. But I'm feeling great. And that donut, dude. That donut was the size of a loaf of bread. (laughs) Just being honest, but it was, it was good. And and check this out. I got a mustache going on. Um, the kids named it. Oh,
1: Charlie, Charlie the mustache.
0: I was like, really? Can't can't name it with an M, you know, like something mustache, like Matthew the mustache or Matthew McConaughey, Steve the stash, Steve. That's pretty good. <laughs> Charlie the Caterpillar, I think, is what they were going for. Apparently, it looks like a caterpillar on my lip. Wow. I think it looks like a squirrel. But my mom hates it. She's throwing that out there. She hates it. And I told her, I said, I don't care. I'm growing it out. It's baseball season. Aren't it's most moms players supposed do. to hate facial hair anyway? Facts. Um, but I'm feeling it. And I feel like a farmer. You look like a farmer. Escape Outdoors Edition farmer. Got yeah. my escape hoodie my hat on. I got wallabies on, uh, because I may or may not have had jeans on prior and left these in my office, just for you guys. I said I would, so I did. And I am teaching in them
1: tonight. Have you ever actually been on a farm? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Actually, yes. Cool.
0: Yes. Have I ever ridden a donkey? Yes.
1: (laughs) I've been locked in a pen with a bull. That was fun.
0: Not happening. Nope.
1: My granddaddy had a farm, Your a cow farm. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Yeah. I'm the youngest in the family. Oh, me too. And uh, I didn't know that. I got locked in the, the pen with the bull. Good job. Yeah. they They loved me. Can you tell?
0: I know. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I understand. No, I haven't had that quite of an experience. I did ride a donkey and I about broke his back. He started like doing this number with his legs. (laughs) But uh, they told me, get on him. I was like, all right, deal. I'm on it. Um, I have picture proof of that. Very funny. If you want to see it, I might have to pull that out next week. Put that next to our...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of pictures, speaking of pictures, it was just too good not to have all the time. I feel the presence of Josh Heath here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Number six. I mean, he even signed number
0: 16. That's right. Right. You can everybody if you can see that, that's his signature. So if you don't know about our signature wall, every person that gets to be on the episode of Coffee with Vern gets to sign their name on the wall. That was kind of our idea when we were like, hey, let's
1: paint it black. The problem with it. it, (laughs) You can't see any of them over there. You can see some of them when there's somebody across from you. You will never, ever be able to see Malone's.
0: Nope. He did it all the way over. Thank you, Maloney.
1: Over and high. Yeah.
0: I was like, I know you're six foot like four, but bring it down (laughs) for the smaller people. So we got Malone, Jesse Moore, Jesse Holmes, uh, Jamie Milford, uh, Mephibosheth, David. Josh and Vern. Um, and we'll have some more names up there soon. You know yes. the one I'm really excited about is Brother Larry. Yes. I'm excited to see what he puts.
1: We have, he we're have put having pastor? to push his back. I know. Sad. Yeah. But it's okay.
0: Today we're just going to have a conversational episode. Me and Jesse have been reading a lot. Um, I just got a new book and going to talk a little bit about it. Have I cracked it open? No. Um, <laughs> I literally got it yesterday, so I'm going to start it today. Nice. But I looked at the contents and I was like, oh. That's, that's meaty. Mm. Um but I am gonna talk a little bit about my quiet time this morning. I'm in numbers. Oh, wow. And I just got to where just got to where them Israelites be wiling out. <laughs> Lord, we wanna go back to Egypt. I wanna go back to Egypt. God, no. That's what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> They'd be wilding out, man. Lord has delivered you from slavery and bondage and you're like, No, I don't wanna go further. <laughs> I'm just like, it makes me like if I could be a reader, you know, like the people that read the Bible so you can listen to audible Bible. Oh, yeah, like audio should be it. Yeah. I should and do different voices for different people. I feel like Moses would have the voice of yes. You would you would need show me your glory, God.
1: You would need Malone. Yeah, he's got an impersonation. He does an impersonation of every person he's ever met. And they he, were has he done one of me? Not that I know of. Uh, I don't he? I don't know if he's done anybody on staff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he might have, but he just doesn't do it in front of us. <laughs> I, I want to hear mine
0: because yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. But I would ha- I would want to make sure I'm always the the Israelites. No, God, no. <laughs> I do like this whining voice in the background. No, you took no. I want go back But um, yeah. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been up since five. I apologize to anyone <laughs> listening. Um, but speaking of overalls. Did we speak of overalls? Handy dandy pocket right there. You get wow. to pull this iPad of a phone out of. Yeah, I, I think everyone should invest in a pair of overalls. You know, Dad, I got to apologize. I was, I was cutting on you about these things, you know, a couple times back. These are pretty dandy. Like, these are pretty dandy. These are pretty handy.
1: <laughs> really dandy. handy. Dandy and handy. Man, you are turning into a dad. Dad jokes and dandy. 24 24 awesome
0: (laughs) um but you know these are pretty good it's pretty solid you got a pocket an access pocket yeah um for the male ones you have plenty of zippers to get these jokers off yeah you got buttons everywhere right you got back pockets
1: and they're warm Mm. so i mean dude warm yeah you have a hoodie and overalls It's supposed to be in the 70s today
0: I know, 73
1: to be yeah. exact <laughs>
0: right, well, Way to be prepared <laughs> Woo, welcome to Georgia Yeah, yeah. it was 30 degrees last night 72 yeah, today My sinuses But, um, yeah, so you should get your pair of overalls First recommendation mm. Second thing I gotta bring up You're oh. gonna be a dad to a boy I am Woo Jesse's having a boy <laughs> Woo Little Ezekiel James You know James. what that name means L means what? God, Ezek, so Ezekiel means God strengthens, Wow, or my God is strong. We looked that
1: up. I didn't know that.
0: I was about to say, come on, man. Don't name the child, and I know it. Come on. Now, the middle name is a phenomenal name.
1: <laughs> See, this is why Allison's like, you got you got to be careful telling him what that middle name is, because he's going to think we named it after him.
0: <laughs> I Look, I don't need you That's to tell me. a family name. I, I don't care. That's I know it was after side. me. It's okay. Oh, I get boy. it. God has his ways. James Seymour, James Vernon Barnes, never grow old. Ezekiel James, I'm just, I'm gonna tell him all the time, brother. You know that's a good name. (laughs) name." Your dad knew what he was doing. Oh boy, but I get to corrupt him,
1: Allison. I'm sorry, you told me to be careful, Allison. I love you.
0: I love you so much, my sister, and I thank you so much for the privilege (laughs) of getting to be the adopted (laughs) uncle. I cannot wait to sit late at night with Ezekiel while you and Jesse are asleep because, well, by the time this will happen, y'all will be a little bit older and you'll need your resty pie. And I'll be sitting and going, Ezekiel, what reformer would you like to learn about tonight? (laughs) Let me teach you, my brother. How about the Puritans? Are you ready for that? I cannot wait. See, we already got it figured out. I'm going to be hanging out with y'all because... I'm going to be hanging out with y'all, and I'm going to be reading about Martin Luther or something, and Allison's going to come in, and you're going to come in after the second time, but Allison's going to come in. All right, Ezekiel, it's time to go to bed. James, go to bed. Yes. (laughs) And I'm going to have my bed right there, spend the night. Please, James. An hour later. James shut up about the reformers. <laughs> Sorry. Take a break Sorry. please. <laughs> no, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I did my little run across the field and you everything. Did. That was the best video ever. You, I it was one of the best days of my
1: life. Oh my gosh, it was um,
0: so I I mean, I'm not even direct family and I'm just freaking out, man. Yeah. But I'm just so
1: excited. That's well, what brothers do. Yeah, and it was it was so hard to keep it a secret. It wasn't even a week. It was What, like five, six days, something like that? I looked. Dude, that day I stared at you, I was like... Well, see, that's the thing, right? So I had to keep it from my parents. And so when we got home from that doctor's appointment, I had... In which we did fool them. They thought it was going to be a girl again. (laughs) (laughs) So so then it's like, I can't keep my face like that all the time. So everybody here was like, I feel like it's going to be a boy. You're very excited. Oh, I knew. So I just... I couldn't help it. That day after...
0: I got back from lunch, and I just stared at you outside my office for a hot minute. I was just like... Yeah. And you looked at me, (laughs) and you refused. I did. But the minute we made eye contact, I was like,
1: I know the answer. Yeah, well... So,
0: the Lord is good. (laughs) Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Well, brother, let's get into it. What's you reading over there? You've got a meaty book. I do, and it's amazing. (laughs) You've got...
1: A meaty, meaty
0: book. <laughs> Tell the people a little bit about what you're reading and if yeah. there's anything you want to share with
1: them. Well, it. this this um, was a book recommendation from when the Gospel Coalition did that. A couple of articles from um, pastors of what they read, oh, like what's yeah. on their nightstands Dude, I and what those. they read. Oh. Um, and this was one of them that was on like, a lot of, of their lists, and it's Knowing God by J.I. Packer.
0: R.I.P., man. One yeah. of the greatest.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, I mean, it's really good. It's deep, heavy doctrine. So readable, so very readable. Yeah, it is. So I mean, it's it's really really good, and it's the way he puts it too. It it really puts everything in perspective. He he kind of lines it up right at the beginning. Like if you're just getting, you want knowledge of God for knowledge' sake, mm. then put this book down. Yeah. mm Hmm. And uh, he was like, you need to make sure that you're getting knowledge so that you can know God better. To know God for your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, it, I mean, it's really good. My, my favorite part so far has been the one I shared with you, how he went through the entire story of Jacob. <laughs> I mean, and he he went through everything, and he kind of flushes out a couple of things. And, yep. man, it was so good. Um, each of the chapters are a different kind of attribute of God, so there's, you know God's unchanging, the majesty of God, God's only wise, which leads into God's wisdom and ours. And then I'm in um, chapter eleven. Thy word is truth. Dang, you can um, through it. It's good, sound doctrine mm-hmm. that you can learn easily. It's very readable. Yeah. So they,
0: the church I worked at in Greenville, they, I think they did it as a small group study, or they were either. They, yeah, this, they
1: they have it where you can do it yeah. as a study.
0: And I I got it from Daniel. Um, my mentor and boss at the time and um started it. See, I stupid me started it at the worst time I could, the hardest semester of college, which was my second semester of junior year. Yeah. <laughs> I had 19 hours and I was trying to read No One God by JI pack. <laughs> Great yeah. idea, James, in Hebrew and all. Well
1: see, it it gets some of these things you read and you're like, well, well yeah, I knew that. But then but, he goes right. deeper into it and you're like, oh, Wow.
0: It, it's like... I never thought of dude, it that way. great analogy. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock, coming back. Yeah. It's like when you eat your favorite meal, and you know how it's going to taste. Yeah.
1: But then you chew, and you savor because you're like, oh, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It, it's a one, good book. Um, He talked about Ecclesiastes for a little while, talking about how some people try and gain knowledge for, for wisdom, your, yeah. but that's not what you're going to do, because... What does the
0: proverb writer say that the... Beginning of knowledge and wisdom is to fear the Lord. Right. Sorry, I cut you off. No,
1: you're fine. No, and so he was like, if you're trying to gain knowledge thinking it will gain you wisdom as in insight to what God is going to do and like you'll be inside his inner circle and stuff like that. He went through Ecclesiastes where look at the chaos of the world. The further you look into it, the more chaotic it's probably going to look.
0: Yeah. Kohelet, man. The, the writer of Ecclesiastes, which, you know, a lot of people think Solomon, but there's a lot of views on it. And so the, but whoever it is, right there, I remember my Hebrew professor talking about Ecclesiastes, the more and more we search for knowledge, and we're searching in for it for the wrong reason mm-hmm. not to understand who god is and love and cherish him and enjoy him forever but for the sake of being just right. to know the more empty we're gonna feel right because Absolutely. you you just start learning so much that it leaves you without anything when you're searching for knowledge and wisdom the biblical way which is truly the fear of the lord um that's where it starts as the proverb writer says you you will find joy and fulfillment in it because it's Leading you to everlasting matters,
1: yeah. The treasures of heaven. Here's, here's a quote from that chapter For the truth is that God, in his wisdom to make and keep us humble and to teach us to walk by faith, has hidden from us almost everything we should like to know about the providential purposes which he is working out in the churches and in our lives. Romans 11 33 36. So, you know, and uh, what is that? Um,
0: oh gosh, that reference is
1: it Deuteronomy? I mean, he's gonna that's the other good me. thing about this book. There's no question of whether this is like he's just coming up with this. Every almost every sentence, biblical. every section at least, scripture yeah. references thrown in all like yeah. everywhere. So if he says something like, "Wow, that's that's really good," right? Go and look it up in the Bible, and you'll see right there. That's where well, he's he, he
0: leads you to the scriptures. That's yeah. that's the, that's what separates a good writer, right? Um, in the biblical Absolutely. world, and a. If I read your book and there's no biblical references, why am I reading it? If you call yourself a Christian writer, mm-hmm. um, that's why I love gentle and lowly so much. It's just packed in. It's like reference, 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 reference. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you another one who's really good about that is John Piper, mm. which I'm about to talk about, yeah. but desiring God reference after reference. Yeah. There was a chapter, I forgot what chapter it was, but it felt like I was just reading the Bible.
1: Yeah. That's, that's kind of, what I mean, he,
0: was. he had a little borp sentence commentary on things, but it's like, Oh, passage, passage. Yeah. Passage. And it's good. It's good. J.I. Packer, man, I I wish I would have gotten more into him while he was still alive. Um he passed away, I think, a year and a half ago now. Twenty nineteen. And man, um, I did a gut punch kind of memorial for him because his his work in the ministry is on another level. He was an Anglican, uh, I believe. And if I'm wrong, someone emailed me, that's fine. Correct me. <laughs> but I believe he was part of the Anglican church, but he had just a vast amount of knowledge and love for the scriptures and for God. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to getting back into that one for sure. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Well, cool. So I, I'll, I'll talk about what my quiet time was last. And, uh, I just want to give a book plug. Mm-hmm. um, this is not the cover of it. I always take the the book sock off of it because I don't want it to mess up and bend. I'm OCD about that. But this is John Piper's new book, Providence. Um, and if you don't know anything about this book, where you been? Because <laughs> he been. If you're a John Piper person and you did not know he was writing this, also where you been? Because he's been talking about this book for a long time. Um, One of the videos I watched about it was, it's been a 20 year working process. Gracious! I mean, I remember, I forgot, I couldn't tell you the video. It wasn't passion, I don't think, but it was something I was listening to or watching of his, and he was talking about, you know, writing this book on the sovereignty of God one day. And I was like, yeah, woo, bring it. And now that it's out, I'm like, oh yeah, bring it. (laughs) It's providence though, not sovereignty. Um, is there a difference in providence and sovereignty? My answer is yes. Um, and so once I get reading through it, we'll talk about that. We might have to dedicate an episode to that. Um, but I opened it, so I got it Sunday late. It came in late Sunday night from Amazon. Um, and I didn't even get a chance to look at it yesterday cause I wanted to start it yesterday, but I opened it up Sunday night and I always, when I get a book, I look at the contents. I want to know what I'm getting into. Hey, if you don't read the introduction in books, You need to read the introduction. It sets up the rest of the book. That's a college tip for you. Learned that in college. (laughs) Didn't read the intros for some of my book reviews, and then I lost points because they want a section written about the introduction. Read the introduction. Um, But... Uh, The introduction is like 30 pages, but the, he goes through different parts and I'm just going to tell you what the parts are because it's almost like a biblical theology of the topic of Providence. Mm. And if you don't know what a biblical theology is, it's like a a theological study throughout all 66 books on a topic. Um, And so... The Part one, a definition and a difficulty. What is divine providence? Is divine self-exaltation good news? So, Mm. is divine providence good news? And the answer is yes. Um, (laughs) Part two, the ultimate goal of providence. Mm. And that's where my man just goes, he'd be wiling out, right? Talks about creation and Mm. then... Just goes. The ultimate goal of providence in the history of Israel. The ultimate goal of providence in the design and enactment of the new covenant. So it goes all through the Bible. Part three, the nature and extent of providence. I just want to like pick certain chapters and just... (laughs) Um, And then this is the part that I'm really excited for. Providence over sin. Mm. I think that is somewhere I will hang out when I get there because... Um, So we're talking about Samson this Sunday. And Samson, if you're one of those kids that loves Samson, let me just destroy your understanding of Samson. Well, that's
1: because of all the children's books they make about the Bible. Roll my eyes if you're not watching. Yeah. Um,
0: Samson, was he considered a man of our? To a degree, yes. And the scriptures, too, th- th- he's in the hall of faith. Yeah. He is in Hebrews. So is Jephthah, who sacrificed his daughter, Right, The reason they're in Hebrews is another conversation for another day because that's a heavy topic I I don't have time to get into. But Samson, as we study Samson, there's something that's really amazing in 14 and 15 of Judges um, that I was reminded of and R.C. Sproul put a footnote about. And it was that even in Samson's rebellion and sin, God was still in control and was going to work out all for his good and glory. Romans 8:28 so mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And so I was reminded as I saw that content as well cuz I'm looking forward to reading that chapter that sin stinks. Like it is awful and it is a full act of rebellion against God, right? And it is oh, just oh, I can't Yeah. Uh, you know, thank you. Just help me. But <laughs> um God is still sovereign over it. Right. God is still in control and he, he is a uh, providential in it and he works all things together for his good and glory. Mm. Um, so if you are struggling, maybe that'll encourage you because I, I feel you right. That's life. Um, but I'm looking for this book. It is about 700 pages. Most people go, Oh, I can't do that. No, dude, I'm reading a 1300 page book right now. I'm on page 800 Has it taken me a year to get there? Yeah, but I read it in chunks and it has encouraged my soul. That systematic theology book I'm working through? Yeah. Right? Read it at your pace and soak it in. Do not skim through this thing. I highly recommend it. Um, I got it for... I got it off Amazon because I wanted it real quick, but it was $19 on Christian books, so get you a copy. Very excited about this. And dive in and study. I think this is probably going to be the best work John Piper's ever put out. Mm. The names that recommended it are unreal. But real quick, before we kind of close out things today with our little conversation, and I'm going to see if Jesse has anything he wants to add. I was reading this morning, as I said earlier, in Numbers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) James, why are you in Numbers? Why not? It's the Bible. (laughs) um but uh so i finished up first thessalonians today and i stopped numbers when i started my new testament survey class because i was just struggling to get through it um and i needed something that was a little bit easier in the mornings and so i went back to numbers because i'm like okay last week in new testament survey i want to finish numbers and long and behold the lord's like well we're just gonna lead you where you need to be today (laughs) i'm like okay um I'm in the area where the spies be going to seek out the land of Canaan, Mm. which there's a lot of parallel in the judges with, um, which that's in numbers, I think 23 I'm in numbers. I finished in 14 today. I I started at 11 and I stopped at the end of 14 because I wanted to wait. Um, But I was reading through it today and you see the spies are going to seek out the land of Canaan, right? They come back and give a bad report, Right, they talk about it's flowing with milk and honey, but the, the it's it's too fortress. Like there's yeah. too, it's too strong. We can't. And yeah. so they give a bad report, and so they make Moses and Aaron. Right, they they make them look awful, and they're ready to like stone Moses and Aaron. Yeah, and so um, thir- in verse three, the Israelites are talking. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land (laughs) to fall by the sword? Our wives, our children, our little ones become a prey. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? (laughs) And they said to one another, Let us choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Skirt. Hold on. So, Israelites, you won't go back to bondage slavery and captivity of Egypt. Did God not deliver you from there across the Red Sea, destroy the Egyptians in the sea and pretty much give you freedom yeah. and promise. Hold on. And promise. I'm going to take you to the promised land. I want you to go back to Egypt though. No, what? And so I'm studying this and I'm going, are you kidding me? And then it go, it keeps going though. Uh, Moses in there and Aaron fell on their faces before the congregation, right? Um, and then in verse eight, I love this. Um, and they said to all the congregation, "If the Lord delights in us, He will bring us into this land and give it to us—a land that flows with milk and honey." Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land for they are bred for us. Hmm. Their protection is removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Um, And I'm, I just, I sit and I read this and I go, how many times are we the Israelites?
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) here's, here's the thing that hits me, right? Go ahead, Carville. Go ahead. So if the Israelites who, like you said, crossed the Red Sea, were led by God, you know, pillar of fire, pillar of smoke. Um, You know, everything that he had done visually, very, very visual and physical manifestations. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's
0: up on Mount (laughs) Sinai just doing his thing. Right.
1: So if they see all that, and it's so easy for them to just whine and turn away, kind of like what uh, J.D. Greer was talking about, oh. when things don't go your way, that's Ooh. your price, and you turn, yep. right? If it's so easy for them, we should realize how easy it would be for us who aren't able to see those things. Yeah. And they they saw just God just
0: showing himself. Yeah. Not literally, but just revealing portions of his glory. Yes. And yet still, let's go back to Egypt. Yes. Exactly. I mean, and and what kills me is they have, uh, Moses has audibly heard from the Lord. Correct. Has seen the Lord to a degree, Mm -hmm. witnessed the miracles and works and wonders of the Lord. Right. And and you don't trust this man who has had an encounter with Yahweh, the God of Israel. What?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: uh, I mean, this ain't just your 21st century pastor who the Lord called in the ministry and ain't seen these things. This is Moses who been on the mount. Right. Give us a leader that's going to take us <laughs> to Egypt. Okay. Yeah. But this was the, I, I wrote this in my journal this morning and I put the verse because I want to remember it. And I said this, I said, the people of Israel were led by Yahweh out of Egyptian bondage in this part of their lives and numbers. The Israelites sit waiting for direction of where to settle. Spies have gone to scope out the land of Canaan, but the spies share a report of the land being too fortified, a bad report. After that report in chapter 13, we read this horrid question, which was, would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? The Lord has delivered the Israelites from Egyptian bondage, and now they desire to go back? The thought that comes to my mind in reading this as we, excuse me, um, the thought that comes to my mind in reading this is, are we the same about areas in our life that God, too, has delivered us from? Mm. Sins, struggles, we want to run back to. Why? Because they're comfortable. In Egypt, they were comfortable. They were getting food, and but they were in bondage, slavery. Well, <laughs> tell me how that's better. And now the Lord's providing manna, and they're complaining about it. Right. They complained about the manna from heaven. <laughs> and I'm just, I was reading that, and I was like, but God, I'm no better. There's exactly. times I want to run back. Exactly. Oh, Lord, take me back to that season. Right? I was comfortable. I don't want to walk through I don't want to wander in the wilderness anymore, yeah. the wilderness of my life. Like I get that. Yeah. Right. And so this was convicting. You talk about God being sovereign. Pff, here you go. You're gonna be in numbers. Okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. And so I read that this morning. I was like, man, pff, we we really need to when we study the old testament. We need to really examine our hearts. You yeah. know, study the whole Bible. You need to exam- but I'm talking about we too many times read the Old Testament and go,
1: man, them stinking Israelites.
0: Well, they okay. Just
1: don't know what they're doing. But that's because do we really, again, let's go back to knowing God, J.I. Packer. Everything that happened in the Old Testament mm-hmm. is the same God of today, same God. So everything,
0: same exact we one. cannot
1: view the Old Testament through the lens of, well, that happened to them a long time ago because God never changes.
0: No, pagan going pagan, first of all. Pagan's going to pagans. No, pagan's going to pagan. There you go. Meaning sin is sin, right? And um, just because we're in a different time period, different century, different generation, right? sin is still sin, right? right? And the struggles are still the same and God is still the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm amazed though. Cause I'm like, <laughs> our idols may have changed appearance, but they're still idols. Right. They're no different. And I'm just like,
1: wow. Yeah. It's kind of, I ended up, I finished Psalm 119. Yeah, you
0: did. And I high fived you.
1: Yes. Um, it has meant a lot to me. It, I wanted to take my time ever since Malone did his oh, his little series through Psalm 119. Plug. Uh, Malone, you should go back, should and, go finish back and finish that, that. up. Yeah. Um, so I knew I wanted to take my time when I got there. And to finish it up, Psalm 119, 176, I have gone astray like a lost oh. lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. <laughs> <laughs> and Spurgeon, he put it this way, we are not like dogs that wander off and can Find their way back home. We are like sheep who wander far away. And they got and nowhere. Never come back. <laughs> That's it, bro. We cannot find our own way. That's it. Lord bro. seek us.
0: Lord help us. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Woo. It was good.
0: Big oof. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Well, dude. <laughs> This is good. The, I'm going to confess, these are my favorite episodes where we just kind of... We just, just talk about... just throwing it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are, are the good. ones I walk away with, like, going, man, I needed that. Yeah. Um, I find it amazing, the things... The Lord always leads me to teach you the things I need to hear the most. I think that's... uh, I think that's purposeful. Yeah. Um, I think it is. But this is good stuff, man. This is real good stuff. I'm excited to finish up Numbers. Really, I kind of... I got a lot to do for tonight, but man, I just want to go read all the numbers and finish <laughs> it. Um, so I'm going to try to actually try to get more of that done today. Got to get our Ecclesia stuff going. Yes, I'm wearing these overalls for Ecclesia tonight <laughs> if it's not blazing hot in the MPC. Well, I hope you have a blessed week and a blessed day. Uh, we got a lot we're looking forward to talking about. Hey, we're going on staff retreat this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so uh, if, you, uh, if you want to cast a prayer our way, we would... Greatly appreciate it. We're about to dive in on some things that we even talked about with Malone and Josh yeah. last week. Um, and so just uh, definitely be praying for us. We'll we'll come back next week. We will not have Coffee with Vern on Tuesday. So we will try to figure out when it's coming out. Um, so just FYI, we will not have it Tuesday. It'll be sometime a different day because we'll be gone. But we will talk to you next week for sure. Until then, go in peace. Shabbat shalom. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.